0: I've seen Piper do some pretty interesting things over at the the Old Gilchrist County Jail, and um, one of them was when the the spirits played a joke on her. They led her to a Halloween decoration, oh. and I think she was too far away to trigger that off. When I looked okay. at the video, she was too far away, but she did get a scare, and I, I imagine the spirits got a good a good chuckle out of that.
1: Oh, that's that's actually really cute. <laughs> if you think about it. Oh, <laughs> that's a really sweet story. Hello, ghosty. Thank you for joining, and welcome. This is your home for all things paranormal, the unexplained, terrifying, and more ghost stories and only scary stories from you. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, so welcome back everybody this is hello ghosty and we are having a very very special episode this week with some very very special guests out of the ordinary paranormal did i get that right guys
2: correct yes. <laughs> okay or you can shorten it up as oop that is also okay okay
1: oop and yeah. would you guys like to introduce yourselves
0: James, you want to start? Yes, I'm James Sullivan, and uh, and
3: I hunt ghost with my dog Piper. My name is Teresa Earhart. Excuse me, I have laryngitis tonight. My name is Ryan. I am
2: the team, um, basically team leader of the group.
3: Thanks
1: everybody, and I'm Sarah, of course. Uh, So do you guys want to give a little rundown about what your investigative group does?
2: I guess I'll take that one (laughs) because I'm the uh, uh, main guy. So I try. So mainly what we do is we go out and investigate different areas um, of Florida at this point of time. We may Uh, venture out into more areas in the future Mm -hmm. depending on how things go um but yeah but we do all florida we go out we see we try to find evidence that there is spirits living on the earth um or still here basically and um we try to um see what kind what much energy they have you know see how much power they have to to, uh manipulate devices stuff like that see what their stories are all about and you know because they have a past story and they're willing and i think the Mm -hmm. spirits are willing to tell that story right and you know and i think if you're opening yourself up to the spirit world and open up yourself to hearing those stories, they'll be willing to say, you know, talk to you about it and sit down mm-hmm. with you. And that's kind of what we're all about. We're, we're there to hear their stories. We're there to, hear, you know, get evidence. And we're there to right. um, do whatever we can.
1: Right. Very well said. Yeah, that's that's definitely what we're all here for and we all believe. So very well said. So do you guys do this as your main job? Or do you have another job aside from?
2: I have another job. Because <laughs> um, I just I just started this group not too long ago. Um, right. And yeah, so I still have my main job at this moment. <laughs>
1: okay. Do any of you guys have like um, past experience working in other um, investigative groups? Or is this like your first time forming one?
2: As far as it stands for me, this is my first time forming a team. Um, I can't talk on other on the other two, but as far as it stands for me, it's my first time. I'll let the other two uh speak <laughs> on their behalf.
4: Yeah, it's how it my first
3: time being on a team. Um, I've been on different teams and I'm still on different teams. I like to investigate, so I'm basically almost every weekend I'm out investigating somewhere.
1: Oh, very cool. Yeah, that seems like honestly a fun way to bide the time in life. <laughs> okay. And so uh okay, so is this Piper's first time ghost hunting? Uh
0: Piper's been doing it a little over a year. Uh <laughs> she did most of her training at the Old Gilchrist County Jail. And uh there's she's uh it's pretty interesting when she sees something and she really lets you know. It's like she's just staring off into the wall and just really letting you know that something's there. Right. Um, and I've seen some pretty interesting things being around her doing this.
1: Oh, goodness. How do you think, like, I mean, I do know that animals can sense the paranormal. But what do you think just makes her so so special that she's able to do this.
0: I, I think it's the bond that we have. Aww. I mean, I, I got this trail that I walk her on every day and some and it, it sometimes it's five, sometimes it's 10 times a day. And she's so focused on lizards Aww. and we work together looking at, she looks at my body language. I look at hers and, and it's teamwork. And whenever she, whenever she's hunting ghosts, it's mm-hmm. pretty interesting because me and Piper, we bring a, a bond that when it, when someone is alive and they have a pet, they have a dog and they have a bond with that dog. And then in the afterlife, they don't have a body anymore, but they see the bond that me and my dog have, and it makes them more acceptable to communicate with us.
1: Right, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, it probably does make them feel more more open to connecting with you guys and. Um, ghost hunting dog
0: <laughs> yes, we got some pretty interesting results with that especially at the donnelly house right that was an interesting investigation
1: so yes yes it was so i would love for you guys to share about the donnelly house i actually drove by it one time and i didn't know that's what the house was or any of the history behind it but it's a beautiful home and i watched the video on it because you guys did a very fun investigation there so if you guys would like to share about that first
2: each one had their own um had their own mm-hmm. different experiences yeah. um at the house um and there was two other there was a like two or three there was actually four others sorry um that Um, We're also at the Donnelly House um, investigating with us as well. But anyway, moving on to the actual investigation, um, my experience was that um, basically the spirits were very active, very willing to talk, um, very willing to show themselves to us, um, very willing to interact with Piper and um just like for example a kid that was sitting on a couch mm-hmm. a vintage couch and it was a spirit and he ended the piper ended up giving a um i think i don't it's like a uh handkerchief or whatever uh, i think that's what you call it uh-huh. uh to uh, to that spot where the spirit was Aww. um that experience was very and we didn't think about it at first, and we were like, wait a minute, why is Piper, you know, bringing in that handkerchief uh, that she that she wears around her neck, uh, right. you know, to um, that, that spot on that couch? And it was an amazing experience, and then we started thinking, like, oh, there's a kid there. We started asking, you know, what the name is. Uh, we didn't get the name, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but we did get the an There was a kid there. Wow. <laughs> So that was a pretty cool experience. And then mm-hmm. uh, also the stairs of the, uh, of the Donnelly house was very active. Somebody was going up and down the stairs a lot, I guess <laughs> getting their exercise.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> and
2: you never know, right? <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, another experience towards the end of the night, we had something that was not friendly. Mm-hmm. And uh, something that we had to deal with at towards the end of the night, but that was okay. None no of us got hurt, um, and I think mm-hmm. that was a pretty different experience as well, dealing with something that was
0: not friendly.
1: Right, <laughs> right, for sure.
0: Yeah, so uh, my experience. Uh, that was the first place that Piper went to investigate, besides the old Gilchrist County Jail. So when I, when I first got there, me and Piper was the first ones in. And I walked Piper on a leash and to all different areas. But as soon as I walked in, it was in the, the parlor area that she kept being focused at the stairs and oh. where, she, where we were communicating with the flashlight and where she, uh, where there's a kid sitting on the love seat and everything. She took me over to that area and the stairs. And then I took her upstairs and walked her around there as well. And mm-hmm. she really checked out every little spot every every area but the most active is where um was downstairs in the parlor area and in right. the stairs itself and so i took her back to the motel which was like a three-minute walk and when i when we came back um we, i set up the whenever i came back i set up the ghost hunting equipment and i started getting responses with the rim pod and the emf detector as well the k2 meter right and and it just started getting active from there and at first they were saying um leave and and get out and stuff and then i asked do you want me to bring piper back and started getting responses about that too the cat ball started going off as well
1: yes that was one thing i caught from the the video the cat ball going off what what does that mean
0: the cat ball is a, is very sensitive and so if something if an, energy, if an EMF passes through it, uh-huh. it can actually trigger it and make it go off. And we was also using a flashlight, too. I take a flashlight and I, uh-huh. and I screw it to where it's on and set it down. And, and it was turning the flashlight on and off for Piper to get treats. <laughs> and then I dropped one and it rolled behind the table. And then the necrophonic app that we were using, which works very well, it actually said under the table. told us
1: where it was. Wow. Impressive. Piper seems very lucky getting those traits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow.
3: My experience was before we even entered the house, Mm -hmm. I'm a medium and Mm -hmm. as we were sitting there by my car, I noticed this figure started to appearing and it was a gentleman. And Mm -hmm. I started describing the way that he looked. And I said, he had a very high collar,
5: Mm -hmm.
3: very handsome, and, you know, very dressed well. And then he just slowly disappeared. Well, as we went inside, I just started looking around, went into the one like dining area. Mm -hmm. And in the dining area, they have a fireplace and on the fireplace, they have this mantle with all these different pictures of people who have either like lived there or um had some sort of like status within the community or whatnot right so as i'm going down the mantle there's this picture of this guy and i started looking at it and i go that's him oh gosh and when we were outside i even said to sally one of the other investigators i said Mm -hmm. i said um his name is james And in front of this picture, there was another picture in front of it. And she goes, Teresa, you're not going to believe this. She pulls down the picture from which is in front of the other one. And what's his name? James.
1: Oh, wow. So you
3: just, you just knew it. Well, it's when you get confirmation like that, it is just so, you know, heartwarming. And you know, you're on the right track. Because Mm -hmm. when you're a medium, you don't get a lot of um, validation. And when you do get validation like that, it just, it helps you to be able to connect even better.
1: Right. Of course. And I don't recall if you just said it or not, but did you figure out who James was in the family?
3: Um, no, I haven't, um, looked at his i haven't looked up his name to see mm-hmm. what he was or what he did within the community i think he was one of the first born in that city
1: oh, okay Something
3: like that so it's because last weekend i was in new orleans doing right. an investigation so i didn't have you know much time to to do any research
1: <laughs> right right well, that's fascinating Again, yeah it's it's definitely a beautiful thing to get confirmation on it. So, uh, well, you guys were all at the Donnelly house. Uh, You mentioned you could feel like, kind of like, I guess more of a demonic kind of presence or maybe like a darker presence there. And how do you, when it comes to investigating and you go somewhere and you find that you know, there's a darker presence, and then there's presences like the child. Like, how do you think they're cohabitating there?
3: Well, i've 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 known in the past where um, some of these spirits will not allow other spirits to come forward. Okay. Um, it's just that's the way that they were in their when they were alive. They mm-hmm. were very domineering, very, uh, you know, controlling. Right. Um, it's, I've never really come across, well, I have once a very evil spirit, but Mm -hmm. that was, he was possessed. Right. But I've never come across in any investigations I've ever been at that I've had someone that was, you know, demonic. Okay. You know, very strong, strong presence that they, you know, trying to dominate the whole situation. Right.
5: You know, that's
1: what I've always crossed. Right, right. So, yeah, that does make sense that maybe people's personalities, while they're living, do carry over after. (laughs) Because if somebody's dominating every day, then it kind of just is part of them. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense.
2: So, not just pertaining about personalities, but sometimes, and what I've seen, and I've dealt with a couple of very demonic spirits myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, being true, I protect myself in a certain way to allow myself to deal with those type of things. Right. Um. But, and, but to pursue on that, there's sometimes where people open a portal or something like that that could uh force something out that they did not want to force out um maybe they did something wrong and doing the ritual or something like that and then that that demonic spirit is there um so that's another way that it could be there um in, in that kind of sense
1: okay interesting yeah that is true portals one thing i noticed while you guys were recording the investigation was uh y'all went to a second floor I think it was on the second floor and it had a bunch of theater seats in there what was that room?
0: that was where the Masons had uh, had their meetings and they had oh. uh, all kinds of pictures of uh, members of the Masons and the, the house was, uh, was built in 1893 mm-hmm. and when John Donnelly passed in 1930 uh, five years later the the masons had had got the house. but the John Donnelly and annie Donnelly they they played an important part of the community they they really opened things up and uh they were very they were very giving and so I believe that it was something that was passed to the masons from from John Donnelly
5: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, I made it interesting with a uh, Piper too, is it was no pets allowed since nineteen thirty five. And, uh, and, me and me and Brian, we did hear, uh, I think it was the necrophonic. It's like you said, it in three different voices, kill Piper. But oh. we were thinking that it was something where the, the spirits wanted Piper's spirit to stay in the house.
1: Oh, so that was just more of how they were communicating it.
0: Yeah, I believe so. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's what I,
2: I was reviewing the footage and uh and you know making a video for the youtube page um yeah it seemed like it wasn't something evil like they wanted you know to do it um like intentionally but they wanted more of like they love piper so much that they just wanted her spirit to stay
1: right um when communicating with spirits during an investigation and Mm -hmm. they are you know saying things is it I guess is it just is it difficult to gain an understanding of what they're saying like there's a little bit of a communication barrier there or it's put differently than how like we would say it talking to each other now
3: what I could say is that they don't really communicate in sentences okay they communicate like in single words so Mm -hmm. it's it's very short, you know, because they're using a lot of energy in order to do this. Right. And, it, you know, they don't talk just like you or I. Right. Um, and so you have to kind of piece it together and keep asking questions so that way they can answer the best that they can.
1: Yeah, that makes sense, like considering the, the kill Piper situation, as scary as that may sound, that, you know, it's more of just trying to piece the puzzles together.
0: That's something that, uh, that I've experienced in the past Uh, about four years ago, I went to a a cemetery and I was using the the ghost box app on my phone. And I'd actually was getting names that was actually on headstones. And whenever I got back to the house, I kept feeling energy around me and I, I turned it back on and they were saying a bunch of names. And I said, what can I do for you? And it said, sneeze. And right when I said, bless you, I was like, oh, they want to be blessed. So I got the wow. Bible and I, and, and I said a blessing and, uh, and I could just feel like a, a sense of energy, just like, like a, a calming energy that, that just was like a, something left and it was real peaceful. So it was very interesting to experience that.
1: Oh, that's, yeah, that's a very like beautiful story. Like yeah it's kind of just like And it sitting. was
0: just, just one word sneeze and it was a message that they that they used their energy to manifest to get to me right. and for me to, to say bless you out of response kind of was like well you know that makes sense that they would want a blessing so uh, that's what I did
1: right just piecing the puzzles together that's yeah that's interesting Likeful.
2: Mm -hmm. But uh, basically what, like, sometimes what I've been noticing as well, like spirits even, like, talking to my ear, I've been getting that a lot lately, where Mm. they'll actually say, hey, or, you know, or, you know, who are you, you know, in my ear. And uh, I've been starting to experience that, too. So that's uh, uh,
1: another way that spirits can try to communicate with me as well. Right. Yeah, it does sound like they can that they're all kind of communicating in different ways to each one of you, which is very interesting. Like Teresa as a medium and uh, you guys like doing, just walking around and they come in your ear, they say one word. That's very interesting. So in the room with the uh, theater seats um, and where they had the meetings, I recall seeing in your video that, you saw an apparition there.
2: Um, are you talking about later on in the night, where we had a SLS camera, um yes. couple in a couple spots? Is that what you're talking about? Yes,
1: <laughs> that <laughs> 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 um, exactly. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, so when I was up there, that was the unfriendly. I'll call them unfriendly. I don't. was <laughs> demonic. demonic? Um, it was unfriendly. I felt very very strong like not it it hurt a little bit
5: but it was like a burning sensation Mm -hmm. i didn't get scratched thank god but um because
2: of my protection my my elements won't allow that to happen i won't allow that to go that far (laughs) but uh (laughs) they'll they'll try to attempt and that's what happened that night It, it it attempted and it failed uh but anyway but But Mm -hmm. yeah, but that's what we were mapping out. We were mapping out something that came in out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was sitting in the chair and it was very heavy, very um, energy that, that I, like, I guess that's the best way to explain it. It was very heavy. It was making me feel like when they walked, like, even when they walked right through me, like, you could feel like... Them actually walking right through you and it was just like hurting. It was just like, what? Who's here? Like you knew someone was there, right?
1: Um, that that was that kind of thing.
2: That's the best way to explain. I'm a bad explainer. I'll
1: try. <laughs> oh my god! No, that's 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 actually that's kind of unsettling and creepy. Like you could just be there and like, like you feel that. Like oh, that just that gives me the chills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: Well, usually what I try to do is I try to staying strong. Um, yeah. when something like unfriendly like that is around, I stand strong. Um, right. I don't let anything affect me in anywhere I'm at. Right. Um, because if you, for example, if you show fear or try to run away from the, whatever it is, is out there, uh, the demonic spirits, that's all they do. It's they feed. Right. The more you're feared, The more they feed, the more they'll do. And the more they'll try to kick you out of the home and do whatever they can to do Mm
5: -hmm. that.
2: Um, The more you stand strong and go against them,
5: they're not going to like
2: it. But you know what? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) At that (laughs) point, you know what? You know what? I'm Mm -hmm. here to stand up for myself, and I'm here to protect myself, and I don't care what you are, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing, and, you know... You know, you yeah. can do whatever you can try to do, but you know. Right. <laughs> but that's basically what happened, and, and it was bouncing mm-hmm. around from place to place in the theater as, as as well. Um, and I got on a Spirit Lens, uh, which is another app I use on my phone, mm-hmm. and it came through just saying, and I was asking, "Are you evil?" And he goes, "I am."
5: Oh. It was instant. Oh. Snap. And so <laughs> it,
2: it it was just um pretty amazing thing right there where I never expected to deal with one at the Dolly's house but because mm-hmm. I figured you know most of the spirits there were pretty nice and then this just happened out of out of nowhere
5: right uh, so right yeah. I
0: noticed that in the office chair that was that was uh I sat down in the office chair and it I the, the it's like everything was just like too quiet I don't know it's like the like the atmosphere changed, right. like I could, it want me to be in that chair, but it couldn't. It's like you didn't want to be in the same space that I was, and we stopped getting reading where I was at, and it actually started moving to different parts of that area of that theater.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So can can they jump yeah. around pretty quickly?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because
0: wow. they have no mass. So they can literally go from here to there, you know, with no wind resistance or anything. They just imagine they can be here and there pretty instantly.
1: Wow. Well, that keeps me awake at night. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that's actually a question we got asked from one of our listeners, what you guys have just been talking about how do you all protect yourselves when you go into an investigation and you know want to block out that negative energy
0: with me it's no I just don't have no fear I don't let anything get into my mind it's it's uh um being Mm -hmm. headstrong being mind sturdy uh I know that Piper's always got my back but yeah, you know, when I went to the jail over in Jasper, and I was actually setting up uh, my camera. It's kind of funny. I was setting up my camera, and I was trying to catch the alien face that they were saying that was through that food tray slot, one of the cells, mm-hmm. and, and I was actually looking through there with my camera, and everything. I felt like something was rubbing. it felt like someone's hand was rubbing the hair on my beard, oh. and, and I sitting there because I think it's pretty cool to, to experience that. <laughs> I have no fear. Fi- to me it's like an adrenaline rush to experience something. So mm-hmm. it, it's nothing bad for me. To have to feel that rub in my beard. And then I find out that I'm actually on the wrong side of the door and I was actually right where the face was. was oh. Like, oh. <laughs> that explains why I was feeling that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kinda like a twist so like, oh goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was really I was like, really, I was on the wrong side. <laughs> oh no.
3: Oh my gosh. Well, I just say the Lord's prayer before I, you know, go to an investigation. That's all that I basically do. And it's just envision a white light around me that, you know, it's always helped. Right. I guess my thing, I guess I kind of have
2: to really tell like a little bit of a story and how I protect myself. Uh, So this (laughs) will be kind of back where my childhood kind of starts, where I met uh, my element, which is... A dragon um, he he's been here he's been with me all my life
5: mm-hmm. and
2: um, since I was just a kid and he protects me um, through my investigations and protects me from evil spirits and I wear a dragon's heart um, on me which is his heart and um, he you know, protects me. He wraps his energy around me. And I also do what Teresa also, uh, said, which is, I also try to put a light around me, a ball of light around me to, Mm -hmm. uh, put a second pair of, uh, uh, protection on there. Um, but that's basically what, how I protect myself in the
5: investigations.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm probably on the side of, I, I, when I walk into somewhere that's little more unsettling. I, I say the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> that, that's my thing. Um, I guess I also grew up in a lot of religious schools. So <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's my thing. But yeah, those are all those all sound like great ways to protect yourself and, you know, make sure that things go smoothly. Jastro Florida, you, you noted you did an investigation there. What is the jail's name? again, that's there.
3: It's Old Hamilton County Jail.
1: Okay. Old Hamilton County Jail. And what was that experience like? That investigation actually was more outdoors,
2: right? No, it was actually in a jail. No, it was in the jail. And part of it was outdoor. I know I just, um, like we walked around town as well. Um, I think, that was the previous that was the most recent video i've posted but
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i saw <laughs> so i was thinking yeah oh, we're that outside. was more
2: for an outside base just kind of giving you the tour of jasper florida and kind of seeing what jasper florida is all about um seeing the abandoned buildings around the, the jail and uh, and then the reason why i posted that was because i caught a lot of distinct evps with the camera i use and um some very Actually, the most distinct EVPs I ever caught with that camera. Um, And one of the reasons. uh, So that's why I kind of, and I wanted to also show Jasper Florida for what it is as today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it seemed like a very interesting place. It's actually one of the areas of Florida, because I'm also in Florida. Like, I've never been to Jasper for some reason. So it was very interesting to see footage there but what was it like going through the jail
2: um I'll kind of start because there's 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 a thing about me and I and I I think talking to a few people including Teresa there's a reason why this happens to me (laughs) um there is a woman's cell downstairs and, oh. um, so it
1: was separated by, well, I guess a lot of jails are separated by gender, but that one specifically was,
2: I think, I think the woman's cells was downstairs and I don't know if Teresa, Teresa can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I believe the women's cells were downstairs. The men's cells were upstairs,
5: if I'm correct. Uh, okay. Correct.
2: Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, so the woman's spirit in the cell, um, and the, uh, really really like me and i uh, really wanted to communicate with me and uh this is not the first time this has happened to me oh goodness um, with women's spirits or children's spirits um or they really want to communicate with me when they really want to stand by me stand next to me um because mm-hmm. they feel what i've been told including what Teresa, what Teresa has told me that i i feel they give i get a feel of a protection a protection feel from other things that they don't like um, or, or there, or someone's trying to attack another spirit, I can protect them. Well, I can try to protect in the best ways possible to, um, and that's how, you know, to, um, away from that other spirit that's trying to attack them. Um, so that's, um, so that experience with the woman spirit downstairs And James can, you know, and you know, chime in on that word, cause he was there and he saw that the power, of me and him together, mm-hmm. um, the energy, the energy between me and him together, um, that woman's spirit was, t- you know, putting off the rem pod, putting off the K two, you know, spiking it up to red. Um, rem pod was going crazy and just asking, you know, and and she was just asking, uh, answering questions every time I was asking him. And I could feel her energy. Like, I could feel her hurt, you know, kind of feeling mm-hmm. like, you know, feel like what she went through in the jail. Wow. Uh, you know, it was like she was sometimes in tears. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Like, and I feel for that, you know. And I, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I even left something for her when I left. I left one of the cat balls for her. And she tried to, she wanted me to be her new boyfriend. And I'm like, well, I can't do that. Oh, no. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: I,
2: I've had this happen twice to me where even at Old Gilcrest where that happened to me too. In cell three, I had the same experience where a woman's spirit um was very interested in me. She another woman's spirit was very interested. There was actually two of them. Uh and mm-hmm. one of them told the other woman that she needed me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't. Do this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I got I a home life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, how would I mean in reality? How would this work? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, granted, I'm single, but my goodness.
1: I'll leave you a cell phone, and we can text on the weekends.
5: <laughs> <There you go. laughs> oh my goodness! That's
2: so, so yeah, funny. That was my biggest experience. Is downstairs, and it kept happening. I think men, the men's one, the man spirits, and I think Teresa experienced this, uh, came through really hard. I I think Teresa can um, put more onto that if she wants. Um, But uh, she, I know why we were in there asking questions with Carla, uh, Teresa, and James, and I. uh, You know, we were asking, hey, you know, do you want Ryan to be your boyfriend? And then then the rem pod went off.
1: I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Now, <laughs> yeah,
2: and then a man spirit came out of I think nowhere. I, I guess came downstairs, and I and I know Teresa felt him. I, I, I and mm-hmm. um, uh, it wasn't uh, very uh, happy, if I'm correct, Teresa. But I know you can chime
3: in on that one. <laughs> he was he was upset that you were encroaching on his territory.
1: Oh. That's very
3: interesting. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's that's why he was, you know, yeah. kind of um, demanding and very pushy. Very, how do you say? Uh, he just didn't like you, Ryan. <laughs> oh no. Tends to happen with, me. yeah, most
2: men's spirits. Oh, so far, I mean, there's a few that have been okay. That's been okay with me, but anything that deals with like, like something like out of jail. Mm-hmm. Those two jails I've been to, both men's spirits do not like me. They, they will, they're just mad at me. I've had it happen where I walked into the man's spirit that would deal with that woman's spirit downstairs. Mm-hmm. And he goes, leave my cell. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to walk right in. Oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. Like no fear, just go on. Like, oh my goodness. Now, do you, do you feel like that all happens often where, female spirits um, kind of linger around the men and then the male spirits kind of gravitate more towards the women?
0: Whenever we were at the at the old Hamilton County Jail and I was in the, the cell with Ryan, uh, I would ask questions and the equipment would stop. Oh. And I would try to get a response and I got nothing. As soon as he would ask a question, everything started lighting up again. It was that was that was all him. That I tried to get a response every time I would say something. It would stop. So it was very interesting to see mm-hmm. how they were attached to him like that.
1: Yeah, it does seem like they kind of they pick who they prefer. I guess
3: I have a female spirit that follows me ever since I was at the Lake Mary Museum, and I was able to
1: you know communicate with her, and ever mm-hmm. since then, she follows me wherever I go. And wow. So what's that? That's like being followed.
3: You know, she'll chime in. She'll let me know that she's here. Um, her name, she wants to be addressed as Sandra, not Sandra, but Sandra.
1: Sandra. You
3: know, she made that very clear when <laughs> I was channeling, you know, her. Right. And she just shows up. It's she's, she's a fun loving girl. She loves to party. And so if there's a group going on, you know, she likes to be there. So that's why she shows up and, you know, she's, she's harmless. And I don't mind her showing up, you know, it's right.
1: It's cool. (laughs) Right. It's kind of sweet to be admired. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Oh, I also have children that will communicate a lot with me Mm -hmm. if, you know, they're around, um, And it's only because one of the things is I'm, I'm a nurse and I've worked with children who had a lot of ailments, Mm -hmm. you know, for one company I worked with. And so I took care of them. These children know that I'm a, you know, I'm a caregiver and Mm -hmm. they're, they always seem to follow me
5: and will react more, you know, to us. Uh, Like when I was in New Orleans this past weekend. We were
3: in this one room, and my son and I, we just started sticking equipment down, and this one equipment I stuck down, it's a EVP monitor, uh-huh. but also flashes, and it turns red, right? you know, and it beeps, mm-hmm. and as soon as I sat it down on this one dresser, it started going off, and wow. we started asking questions, and it happened to be a little boy, and wow. my son is also, he attracts children, so That's the little boy room that we would be in. We'd go, is this the little boy that was in our room? And it would start flashing, and he would always turn our equipment off. So you know, we knew that you know he was following us around.
5: Right.
1: Oh my goodness. So yeah, it seems like they are just if they become attracted to you, they just they want to be with you all the time. I guess that's just like life. You get attracted to certain
3: people. Yeah, you, they feel secure. Yeah, you know, it's not going to harm them. You know that we mean harm,
1: right? They know it, right? And they feel very safe. That's a very sweet story. I like yes. that.
0: But I believe that's why uh, why they uh, see the bond that me and Piper have. They see us as harmless. I don't have any fear in my mind, but I also don't have any any hate or negative thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. So her, me and Piper go into a situation where there's spirits they take, they tend to linger around Piper quite a, quite a bit and whenever even whenever I come home like after the Donnelly house, like for two days after that she I could tell she was looking at something and uh, even when we were outside it's like she was focused on something besides a lizard it was kind of awkward and it happened for a couple of days after that so she had some attachments that were following her and she wasn't harmed in any kind of way it was more like they were playing with her i mean it's pretty interesting oh who doesn't love
3: a puppy <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that is true though like especially children if you see a puppy it's like that's gonna be what you're doing for the next few hours <laughs> Following back to some of our listener questions and something you guys have been talking about with all your investigations you've been on, what equipment do you commonly bring? And using the phone, what apps do you use on the phone? I guess I will chime in on that one. (laughs) Um, So
2: I use a few things. Um, I'll start with the phone, per se. Okay. I use the necrophonic app, which is a spirit box app, um, where spirits can utilize my microphone on my phone to talk through it. Um, by And it's basically a scramble word, words. So they use the microphone, and they use those scramble words, and they put it all together into maybe a sentence or to one word for yes or no answers or for names and stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. what the necrophonic does. Um, I also use, I've been starting to use app called Spirit Lens, which will allow you to see an energy field. Basically what you'll see on the app is a blue, um, or a blue circle that that basically tells you where the energy is, um, of the Mm -hmm. spirit is. Um, And then it can talk through it, answers questions as well, yes and no questions. Um, So those are the two I use on my phone now The the actual equipment um, without using the phone um, Mm -hmm. is the two uh, the camera um, the phasm camera that I got from ghost stop um, captures most of you know makes the videos on YouTube and um, Also captures a lot of good EVPs and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. also can take pictures as well um And also, the biggest thing for me is dowsing rods rods as well. Um, For Mm -hmm. um, every time I use them, it's very, very active for me. Um, And it answers questions very easily and very smoothly. Um, So, dowsing rods is one of the biggest things as well. Um, And then, uh, Mm -hmm. let's see. Um, I also have a watch with... um, um, that records while you talk, and you can, if it picks up a voice, uh, an EMF recorder. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> EVP recorder, sorry, I said that wrong. An okay. EVP recorder. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have that as well. It's a watch, and you can uh, record voices while you ask questions on there. And then the cat balls, of course, which are pretty fun. Um, <laughs> and then some of them, and then the rest are just REM pods. I got a mini REM pod and another REM pod, which just goes off. And if the energy source um, um, touches it, and that's it for me. I know that was a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that sounds perfectly normal. <laughs> okay. Does anybody else have anything they?
3: Well, I like to keep it simple, use simple things. Um, like the flashlight, mm-hmm. the um, a recorder. Um, the cat balls, the EVP, right. um, you know, well, the EMF monitors, um, the, the simpler that it is, you know, it's just, it, it works. Um, a lot of times, you know, the, the fancy equipment are nice and then just things, you know, and I just found that, you know, they, they work really well and it's just a matter of you know, just whatever, mm-hmm. and anyone's preference, really.
5: Right. Know?
3: Oh, and one last thing. I bring myself. Mm-hmm. I'm an instrument. Ryan's an instrument. James is an instrument. Piper's is, is an instrument. We we all can feel, uh-huh. you know, things that go on. so we're actually a tool ourselves. <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness. It's, see, that's great. You can just go anywhere, and you're already prepared.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yep, that right. <laughs> With me, I...
0: Whenever, whenever I walk into a place that has a lot of activity, I co- I connect on, on like an emotional level,
5: mm-hmm. like,
0: uh, uh, if, if, if there's a really heavy energy, like a really heavy sadness, then my eyes will start watering and I'll start connecting on an emotional level to where I, I get visions and, uh, maybe memories. I can even smell, like, smell things. And that's like an understanding of of the area around me and everything. But Piper, she plays a very important part. She, we work together uh, reading each other's body language. So it kind of, uh, she tells me when something's there. And I go over there and I feel the energy that's there. And then I bring the ghost hunting equipment with me that I use uh, a REM pod, uh, EMF detector, the K2 meter. Um, I have an S box, which is a spirit box, but it it's, it tends to affect Piper's hearing, so I don't really use it. Uh, dowsing mm-hmm. rods, I I like using the dowsing rods. Um, uh, I got a night vision uh, camera. Okay. GoPro, and... Like I said, my biggest tool would be me and Piper and basically the team, like Teresa was saying, we work together. I mean, I feel things my way. She feels things her way. Brian feels, his, feels things his way. And Piper just kind of shows us the way. She, she Aww. shows us where, and then we, we take our ghost hunting equipment there and it's there. So it's very, uh,
2: I want to chime in. Yeah. I think, all of our energies together we all met each other through different ways and i think Mm -hmm. it it was meant to be um also where all our energies met and it was it was with the combination with all our energy it works perfectly you know we get so much evidence so much things happening and so many uh spirits to wanting to talk to all of us three together because because of who we are and you know, what our energy is all about. Um, we don't, you know, like, like Teresa and, you know, James was saying, we we don't put out any negativity. We, 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 even though whatever happened to the spirit or what, whatever she, whatever this she, he, or it did,
1: you right. know,
2: you know, we don't disrespect that. We want right. to respect you for who you are, not for what you did. You know, that kind of thing.
1: Right. Now well, that's a great way to put it. Just be respectful. Everybody.
0: Every, everybody <laughs> was born in it. It's what they've seen in life that made them who they are, and with them in the afterlife, they're dealing with that. So I mean, they they still have their, I guess their afterlife ego energy that would make them like they are. But uh, I I feel that when 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 Piper comes in, it changes it changes everything to where it's more of a a peaceful level, maybe uh, maybe a, a negative energy from a negative person that had passed away, mm-hmm. sees a dog that can actually see them back and interact with them, uh, brings them back to a state of mind where they had a dog, and brings um, out a more peaceful side of them where they can communicate.
1: Right. It's kind of happy to get to interact with Piper and see something different visited the old hamilton jail but you also visited another jail if i'm correct so what was the name of that one that was the-
2: oh sorry go ahead Brian. <laughs> crash jail um james uh goes there a lot more than i do but uh, yeah we we all investigated there as well
1: <laughs> okay and, and that would... was
2: in Trenton, Florida. Sorry, I should
1: have told okay. you. Okay, yeah, no, of course. So, yeah, I've never been. I don't think I've ever been to that city either. But, um, what were your experiences like?
0: I think Lee and Cheryl, the owners over the jail. First of all, I have to say that they're great people, and and they 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 really seen a lot in Piper when Piper first started doing it, and uh and Lee he the Lee, he's going to be getting a couple of Blue healer Hounds in December. He wants me and Piper to come over and help train him. So Piper's going to be training some legacies over oh, there. Wow. To, to, oh, and I want to see if those people over there are great. And that jail is very inter- interesting pla- place. And I really like that the spirits pulled a prank on on Piper over there. And, and over at the, the, um, the old train hmm. depot, Uh, there was a, an instance that there's an instance, uh, that I think I forgot which team it was, which paranormal team it was, it was there, but the team lead, she asked me to take Piper into a room where there was reports of a little girl Mm -hmm. and I took Piper in there. And first thing Piper does is she sits down and she looks at the wall and she's wagging her tail. She's looking away from me. And first of all piper sitting down that's really weird because she's always hyper she's always spunky and, and for her to sit down somebody had to have been petting her because that's what i do to calm her down oh and uh the the yeah. team lead was using uh the spirit lens and said that there was an energy that was right where piper was like something was beside her mm-hmm. so it, it validated the spirit lens was there and then a voice came through and it sounded like a little girl's voice, and then Piper looked, it was like she looked at the wall and was following to straight in front of her, and she gets up and walks over to the other side of the room and does the same thing, looks over at the wall, and then the spirit lens did the same thing, showed an energy that was that was near Piper, mm-hmm. and it was a little girl's voice, it said, pretty girl, uh-huh. and so to hear that was very interesting. Unfortunately, uh-huh. I didn't get on video.
1: Oh my goodness! Oh, that's that's such a cute story. Oh, that's just like that's that's just amazing how it is. the spirits it was, really it, it, open up.
0: Yeah. It, it really blew my mind to see something that would interact with my dog like that, right. and then my dog would interact back. Right. And oh And that's my what happened. over at the Donnelly house, she took it. It was the um. It was her treat bag was empty and I mm-hmm. threw it and I told her to bring it to me and instead she took it over to the love seat like she took it to someone else.
5: Oh and
0: that's interesting that you know that kind of validates what happened over at the um at the train depot, which is right next to the jail.
1: Right. Oh my goodness, that is so that's just so sweet. And it, it sounds like Piper actually like really enjoys this like really just like meeting spirits
0: piper has a piper has her own personality i can hold up four bandanas and ask her which one she wants to wear and she picks the bandana she wants i hold up three shirts and i ask her which one she wants to wear and she'll pick out the shirt she wants to wear and whenever I go somewhere, something that she just started doing oh. recently, mm-hmm. it, I'll have the uh, back window rolled down and she'll stick her little paws up in the window and stick her head out and she'll start going, oh, oh, at people that's <laughs> walking by, calling them over so that they'll <laughs> pet on her love on
5: her. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's a little sneaky dog. Oh my God. Yeah.
5: That's so uh, sweet. Yeah, sure.
1: So maybe soon there'll be a, a team of ghost hunting dogs.
0: Yes. Yes, I believe there was. And, and I, I'm thinking that Piper's probably going to be investigating probably um, next year be the last year because she'll be seven years old next year, and uh, mm-hmm. it'll be two years that she's been hunting ghosts. But I'm also, you know, she's going to be getting older, and unfortunately dogs don't live as long as we do. Right. So um, I will be getting another pup and spending a lot of time. Probably at the old Gilchrist County Jail with Piper and and uh, a, a couple couple legacies.
5: Yeah. And
2: just remember, James. Piper is always going to be with you
0: through your through your spirit. Just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I believe her. Um, I believe that's true too. I believe that um, there's an energy that's around her that that has followed from from one dog to the next around me because I've had a couple of dogs that has. A lot of similar traits that she has and I believe that whenever she does pass and the dog that I mm-hmm. do have it's not gonna be Piper but I believe that Piper's energy and essence will be with the dog to give the dog the same the same instincts that she has
1: right now I agree 100% that you got many more years with Piper right now to just hang out eat treats <laughs> okay so um, are there any other I know we just went over a few different investigations but are there any others that you can think of that were just really special to you
3: well I was at Casadega about 10 years ago I was Mm -hmm. spending the night there And in my room, you could hear the spirit walking around. You could hear it going, you know, because it's wood floors, the creaking of the floor. Mm -hmm. And I had to be up early in the morning. So I told the spirit, I said, listen, I need to get up early. I don't mind you being here. Mm -hmm. But if you like, come lay down next to me. Oh, my God. And I says, here's a spot for you. And I rolled onto my side, patted my back, mm-hmm. and continued, you know, to just go back to sleep. Next thing you know, I feel this thing lay right next to me, press right up against my back.
5: Oh my! And then
3: the and the, the walking in my room and everything had stopped. So I was like, "Thank you," and and wow. I said, "Good night," and just went to sleep.
1: Oh my gosh, you're so much braver than I would ever be. <laughs> But it was just a friendly spirit. Yeah. Like it seems like maybe they just wanted a place to rest. And then you got your sleep. Fair trade. (laughs) I like that.
2: I can chime in also with the Casadega uh area as well when I was with Teresa um at that hotel. I had a really interesting experience. Um, Now, granted, I only had four hours of sleep, so we were investigating, I decided to go to bed a little bit earlier than they did Mm -hmm. and um, head to my room in room one. Um, I had three uh, cat balls um, on a vintage um, uh, dresser, and they kept going off. I also had my bed, a vibration, like something was kicking it uh, like three or four times during the night. And then I finally mm-hmm. passed out <laughs> after, after uh, the cat balls started to stop and without waking me up and the vibrations started to stop. And I had a dream. And wow. it was, so the dream was about was I was in room one with everybody mm-hmm. and The door to the bathroom, well, it wasn't a door to the bathroom. The door opened, and it was a mirror image of the same room I was in. Oh, my. In there was a boy, a little kid, and it was a boy, spirit, who was speaking to me. Now, I don't remember all the conversation, but what I do remember is something about, hey, do you want to be my daddy? Do you want to, you know you know uh be part of my family and stuff like that right. that was a type the types of questions oh. and the next morning i you know pulled out the necrophonic and i asked was there a little boy in my dream and i got, I got answers of yes he was there in my dream
1: oh my gosh well,
2: it was the most amazing thing and the most amazing thing that i you know uh, with the confirmation yeah. It was just instant, like wow, I can't believe that actually happened to me, you know that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's like it, being in another dimension or something.
2: Right. Yeah, and I mean, granted, kids like you know, like here's another example, like kids really moonlight around me uh, very well, mm-hmm. um like kid spirits, and also. I have experience with you know actual living spirits as well with kids as well where they're really comfortable with me
5: you yeah. know
2: and that's and I feel great about that the kids you know and you know the parents are good with me
5: and stuff like that it's always a blessing you know right and um but
2: even like at like the cemetery where I passed a little boy's grave and it was so devastating to see it right mm-hmm. but when I when I step next to it, because I don't like step on graves, you know that's kind of like my pick my uh, right pet peeve,
5: right. but I, I'll step I next to
2: it, and mm-hmm. I couldn't move. It was like something was holding me there. It mm-hmm. took me and my element, all the energy that we had to like get out of it.
5: Mm-hmm. like
2: something like the child was holding me there, wow. and I caught his actual voice on camera. And you know chiming in to the you know saying hi in in the uh, in the camera on an EVP and it was um, I, I've never experienced that before where I was held in place I couldn't move um, that that was an uh, interesting experience as well.
1: Wow! Oh my gosh, that's. <laughs> I on one hand it sounds frightening on the other hand it it sounds very heartwarming. <laughs> Now that we've gone over lots of the investigations, um we have a few more listener questions if you all would be willing to answer. Um, the first one is, how did you start doing paranormal investigations?
0: Oh, I can answer that one real quick.. <laughs> it was my- uh, I seen that she was, it's like, it was just synchronicities that just brought me right into it. Uh, I noticed that she was staring at things around the house and like she was watching something walking by. Mm-hmm. So I got some ghost hunting equipment. I got a REM pod and a K2 meter to start off and I started getting a lot of responses around it. So I took her to the old Gilchrist County jail, which, uh, uh the previous owner, Arlene, which I also have an aunt that passed away
5: mm-hmm. that
0: was was actually waiting for the new owners, uh, Lee and Cheryl, to hand him the key that day that I stopped over there Wow! and let me go wow. in there with Piper and and I could just see the way Piper was looking around there that I could tell she was looking at something like she was literally following something around the jail. And mm-hmm. I was, I was uh, mentioning it to, previous owner and then i I got with and then i got with lee and uh and he let me go in there with piper and he seen what she was doing and he took interest and and it just sparked up from there it was my dog piper she got me into it
1: wow well thank the lord for piper
0: (laughs) thank the lord um go ahead james sorry Oh, that's all I was gonna say. She's an amazing little dog.
1: Oh, <laughs> she sounds like it.
0: Um, for
2: me, that's something that what started me paranormal investigations. I'll kind of bring it back to as I was a child as well. Um, when I was younger, I used to be able to see um spirits kind of uh you know, float around and you know, do their thing. And I, I used to see them a lot and it kind of interests me into the field of um, the spirit world and um, I didn't do any real paranormal investigations until um, after my uh, unfortunate event that happened to me. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, after the unfortunate event, um, I started, I had a hard time for a couple of years and I decided to open myself back up to the spirit world. Like I left it and then came back, and then people started, and then I started noticing paranormal investigations a lot more, uh, you know. And I was like, hmm, I miss, you know, actually, you know, speaking with the spirits and stuff like that. Let's let's give it a shot. And that's kind of how I started. It was after my unfortunate event
5: mm-hmm. that,
2: uh, and after you know, after that, after that unfortunate event, that devastating event, um, you know, it. It kind of brought me back
1: to where I and as, right. as I am. Right. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you know, sometimes just life shifts gears and you know, maybe it was meant to happen that now you do this.
3: Yeah. Well, I was gonna say my experience um started again when I was a child.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I would constantly, you know, say things to my parents and my parents always said, no, you don't see that. (laughs) So we were always taught, listen to your elders. So I was like, okay, so I don't see this. So I kind of blocked it. Well, then when I was going through the fire academy, Mm -hmm. I had this one candidate, which I was a candidate also. And she had said, you have an ability. And I said, for what? <laughs> and she just started, you know, explaining to me that she right. sees this, you know, she sees spirits. She, you know, does all this. And she said, um, would you like to join my ghost tour, which she does tours here in Orlando? Oh, wow. So I hemmed and hauled, and I finally joined and started developing, you know, my sense of being able to see, hear, you know, these spirits. And it just has evolved, you know, since then, it's just it's gotten stronger. And the more that you do it, the more you know, comes to you. And that's, that's how I got started.
1: Wow. It really shows you that our elders know nothing. (laughs) You had a gift.
3: See, that's like my son growing up. He would always say, Mom, I see a guy staring at me when mm-hmm. I'm going to bed. Right. And I never told him there's no such thing. I would always ask him, what does he look like? I would always encourage him. Right. Well, to this day, he can see people, I mean, he can see ghosts Well, spirits mm-hmm. and he can sense them. He's an empath. He doesn't like big crowds because right. he can feel the emotions of other people. Hmm. Um, But he's very gifted at what he does, and he can sense and see spirits. You know, he, whenever I go to visit him, he's like, I'll be sitting there and I'll pick up something and I'll look at him and I go, There's a man in this house. He goes, Thank God you see it. He goes, Because I didn't, (laughs) he says, I wasn't sure if I was just seeing things.
1: So it's it's like a little connection too between you guys that you feel it and you can talk about it. That's so great. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness. So you guys, you know, all got started in different ways. Another question we have from one of our listeners is do you guys have any noted like notable childhood experiences or an experience that really scared you?
3: I've never had anything that scared me. Mm -hmm. It's just, I had a, you know, a a premonition that my grandmother's dog was going to get, you know, hurt really Mm -hmm. badly. Mm -hmm. And when I mentioned it to my grandmother, she just about freaked out saying, you know, why are you saying this? Right. And and being a young kid, I didn't know how to explain. This is what I'm seeing. And needless to say, weeks later, it did happen.
5: Oh, goodness.
3: And, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I just sat there. But it, that, that was like one of the most profound things was like, I didn't know how to explain. Right. What was going on, what I was, you know, seeing and feeling. Right. and seeing the horror in her eyes, you know, it was like, how dare you say something's going to happen to my dog? Well, you right. know, I've learned from then how to talk to people when I'm given readings to, if it's something bad, you know, to give them the information in a gentle way. So that way they're not, you know, scared or angry or upset. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, go check this out. You know, it's just a feeling. You know, right. it, it could be nothing or it could be something. Just go check it out. You know, it's All I've right. learned how to deal with things like that now. But as a young kid, yeah. Huh, you know, <laughs> out of the mouth of babes. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, when you know, you just know, but as a as a child, yeah, it's it's definitely harder.
5: As far as
2: child experiences, like I was explaining before, there was one experience where I was on a boardwalk um in the nature. And my friend didn't see it, but I saw a spirit go from, you know, right to left, right across the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did you see that? And then and he goes, no, no. And then I walked straight to where the spirit was and I could feel like the breeze of the cold air still there. And it was on a hot summer day in Florida. So <laughs> you could tell like the difference yeah. in temp. And it was just cold you know air like it just it was just still sitting there and that was like one of my childhood experiences uh that i experienced and also i also experienced one uh demonic spirit as well when i was young um of course at that time uh people uh my my dragon which his name mm-hmm. is uh deval and uh he uh he and i were still getting together so at that time that uh, when that demonic spirit was out there in this abandoned house,
5: mm-hmm.
2: um, when uh I had to like walk away because me and him were still trying to you know get our protection energy still together.
5: Right. Um,
2: it's gotten stronger over the years, but at that time it was just <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not not the moment. <laughs> right, right, still getting. Um, but those like are childhood experiences.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm sure when your friends don't see it, it's it's tough. It's kind of like feeling like the odd one out a little bit
0: <laughs> in my childhood experience i was i was about four or five years old and mm-hmm. i was in the room that nobody wanted to have as their room you know those kids didn't want it because they were uh, you, you know you could tell something was off on it right and um i was laying in the bed and i was facing out the window and it was a full moon and it was shining through the window, and I could see, I could see the inside of the room even with the light off because the moon was so bright. But I was facing out the window, and I and I heard a grunting noise and something moving in the closet. And I was thinking, no, nah, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. And I kept hearing it, it was getting louder. And I rolled over real slow, and I looked, and it was a, uh, it was like a, a black smoky mist it was like a black smoke Mm -hmm. and where there would be eyes there was no smoke so you could like see through through it right and taking the clothes and it was throwing the clothes out of the closet taking them off the hangers is unfolding things just throw them all over the the bedroom floor and I Mm -hmm. I, you know I don't know what it is about that the blanket pulling a blanket over your head When you're young like that you think it's a protection barrier but that's exactly what i did (laughs) i went back (laughs) over facing the window and and i remember my mom accused me of doing it uh she thought that i was the one that did it and i was trying to tell her what did it and she she didn't believe me but she did experience some things in the house as well Uh, the, the water faucets would turn on and off the stove would turn on and off refrigerator would be open and Uh, food being on the floor and things like that. She experienced some things there. The house was a very negative house. But
1: yeah, Yeah. my childhood. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I had that was nothing like my childhood experience, but I can only imagine. (laughs) That's wild. Oh gosh. So, another question we have from a listener is, um, do you guys have any new plans for locations you guys would like to visit? And that could be either within the state or in another state.
2: Well, typically I, I do my best to, or, and, and I also, the, 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 the others is also helps me as well, Mm
5: -hmm. where we
2: all try to find something that's uh, an investigation that's going, you know, it's going to happen or, or, um, um, that's gonna happen or or in the future. Um, So uh, I know one investigation that we're hoping to do um, together and I don't know, it was coming up next year and it's with another paranormal group. and i i can't remember the name now <laughs> <laughs> uh it's somewhere <laughs> uh, i think it's mallbarger i think that's what i think that's named i don't know I, I know i sent everybody else the message but we're still waiting right. on the final day uh october 8th uh me and james are going to arcadia florida florida mm-hmm. uh, to do the opera house
5: okay uh,
2: with the same paranormal group um that we would go with uh, the other one um oh uh also i am also going to Maybreaker. may baker now this was before i got the team together okay. <laughs> uh, so this is um uh this is unfortunately only going to be me because it's already filled and booked
5: uh-huh. um but
2: i think in the future maybe um We'll all three go eventually. Right. Um the, the goal is while I'm there, you know, to ask questions and see if Piper can go and stuff like that.
5: And um,
2: if that happens, you know, then we'll then I'll put us on the list because they have a long list. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um but um but yeah those are um uh-huh. uh but as as far as future, you know, then yet um you know there there are places I want to go. Like, for example, Saint Peter's, uh, Saint Petersburg.
5: Uh, okay. There's a lot of
2: places around there that are um, right. um, um, haunted as well. Uh, there is Saint Augustine as well, mm-hmm. um, which I don't live that too far from there.
5: Right, and
2: uh, I wanted to go see, you know, the fort out there as well, um, and see what I can capture out there and the cemetery also that's out there. Right. Um, so those type of and there's another one in georgia um and uh it's going to be future because i'm not sure if he does it anymore the person who owns it right um but he has a very very haunted mansion um and uh i always wanted to investigate there as well
1: oh wow yeah that would be great and florida and georgia both have a lot of particularly haunted locations so you'll never run out for sure
2: yeah and I'm hoping the future you know brings me uh with with the group I have you know the future brings me to where you know I should be you know where where uh the energy brings me to investigate
1: right yeah certainly that sounds great so that's kind of in line with um another question we have um based on locations like how if you want to start getting into doing paranormal investigations and going to locations how do you get into that and how do you do that and contact people
5: um what
2: I have done is gone on like tours uh like ghost tours per se right and if I like stop by like a one of those shops or, or you know, places that they, um, that they cross by, you know, and, and I meet the, I try to meet the owner, talk with him and, you know, explain who we are and stuff like that and mm-hmm. then see if I can get an investigation um, at that place. Um, right. That's what I've been, that's what I try to do.
5: Oh, that's very
1: smart. And when you, when you guys do the investigations, I think this might be our last question. Um, like, who helps you guys, or does anybody else come with? Like, sometimes you work with um, other paranormal investigation groups. Does anybody else ever tag along?
3: Uh, go ahead.
4: <laughs> no, I was
3: gonna say, um, <clears throat> usually what we do is, like, what Ryan will do is put out a, like a a Facebook. Invite. We're going on this investigation. This is how much it's going to cost. This is how much it's going to be. You know where it's at. Yeah. And he um will have people that will actually follow us from event to event to event. You know because they like what we do, Um, they like our energy, um, or it's a place that they've never been and they're
5: like, Mm -hmm.
3: you know, yay! Let's let's go (laughs) and and you know yeah. and it, it it's also if it's you know economical too right you know you don't want to go to an investigation that's four or five hundred dollars and right. not knowing anybody uh-huh. are you gonna have a good time are you not
5: you right. know whereas
3: someone that they know like ryan they know jim they know me and they're gonna go oh we know these people they're gonna give us a good investigation let's go
1: right so so then they want to hop on the party bus and go with you guys
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. and it it just makes it more um personable and it it gets rid of those um the fears that the other people might have you know because they Mm -hmm. will speak up they'll they they feel more like a family and that's what you know the atmosphere that we try to give everybody is a family atmosphere because i tell everybody that i've worked with Mm -hmm. That it doesn't matter what you say or hear, just say it, just, you know, because you never know, that might be something that someone else is feeling or hearing, right. and it just gives validation. So it doesn't matter because there's no wrong in this industry. There's right. no right in this industry because it's all unknown. Mm-hmm. So we try to make everybody feel like a family.
5: Aww. so
1: they,
3: they can speak up and say whatever they see feel or hear
1: oh that's that's a great way to think about it and kind of close out the questions that yeah there is no right or wrong everybody's just a little family I like that <laughs> oh. okay so um now that we're at the end Is there anything that you all would like to share? It could be, I'm probably going to cut this part out when I'm speaking right now, but it could be anything like your social media pages, an event you have coming up, anything that you can think of that you would like other people to know about?
2: Um, For me, um, we have a YouTube page um, called Out of the Ordinary Paranormal, of course, and Facebook page as well. You're, you're welcome to come see what we're all about. Um, you know, uh, see, uh, there's a lot of things on my Facebook page. We post, we try to post every few days. Uh, also with the YouTube page, I try to post as fast as I can. Um, you know, with my job, I, you know, do my best, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, there. so, you know, you know, I, I welcome you to watch the videos and, you know, tell me what you think about them. And um, you can tell me that, you know, it, what things need to be fixed or everything else, um, because I'm still in the work in progress. Um, it's a progress, basically, as far as the YouTube page goes and the Facebook page goes. So I'm just trying to make it good for everybody and happy. you know, make everybody happy as best as I can.
1: Right. Okay. So if people want to join an event, they just go to your Facebook and they can follow up with what events are going on.
0: Correct. Yep.
1: Okay. Awesome.
0: With with me, it's uh, my TikTok is growing real fast In a little over two weeks. I'm at 574 followers and I got videos of Piper, uh, some of uh, her attitude, some of, the way that her personality and some of the investigations that we go on, and and uh, some important clips, and that's on Sully Paranormal seven seven two seven on TikTok. Uh, and if you uh, if you know, if anybody wants to go and investigate with us, I think that's a good opportunity for for anybody to to meet Piper. She's a very friendly, loving dog, and she loves her treats. Oh.
5: So,
0: yeah, and yeah, my TikTok is it would be where you can see more information on Piper, and it's a uh, Sully Paranormal seven seven two seven.
3: Okay, great, and yes, my son and I are going to be doing a podcast. We are still in the process of getting it together, and it is going to be called Vacation Haunts. and what it will entail is that we we're we're going to be taking different hotels that Mm -hmm. you can actually stay in and we're giving them the history of the location we're actually also giving them like some of the anemones that they have there like if you can bring your dog along Mm -hmm. um wheelchair accessible you know things like that um and we're also doing the uh the spirits that are there and what rooms that they're in giving also the accounts from like the hotel of they've experienced, you know, the staff members We're kind of doing a lot of investigative, um, research on these different locations. So that way people can actually go and, you know, stay there if they want to stay in a room that's haunted Mm -hmm. and maybe experience something on their own. And then in that podcast, we're also Mm -hmm. giving them different places that they can eat at that are also haunted within that town. Um, oh, wow. If they want to go on ghost tours, we're giving them you know the plugs for that. So mm-hmm. it's gonna it's kind of like a little like a little travel guide to a certain area to a certain hotel.
1: Oh, great! Yeah, that's that's perfect for people that want to find both haunts and places to eat and places to stay. It's, it's all in one summary. That's great.
2: Uh, I want to add like an ending statement. Okay. Um, kind of what I tell everybody um, about spirit world sure. uh, don't ever be afraid scared of the spirit world yeah uh, mm-hmm. one thing you got to understand is that spirits are everywhere on this earth they are here to speak of their past maybe speak of your present and they're here to communicate with the living uh, we are all spirits. I always say we are only in a body of meat. That's basically what I say, because <laughs> we're all <laughs> spirits and we all go somewhere. Yeah, but we're all we're all the same, basically. Um, right. In, in, a, in a sense, you know, we're all a, a type of spirit. Um, and just don't ever be scared of them, because they want to talk to you. They want to communicate with you. So sit down, relax, and. And enjoy what they say to you that's what i like to tell everybody
1: oh that's great yeah don't be afraid that's the best point
5: i like that
0: when it comes to whether you're investigating or around your house that um if there is um negative presence around you it can uh, i guess manipulate the um like someone that's drinking or on drugs or something like that would would make their body at a lower vibration would mm-hmm. make it more acceptable to do that. Uh I would say keep your mind positive and and don't be afraid like Ryan was saying it one little drop of fear and and you're terrified over nothing. But whenever it comes to a negative presence, that could be food for them. And it would want you to be more afraid and do more things around you having no fear is is very key it's your state of mind that you ha- that you have to be strong-minded to to encounter something like that and if you're investigating an area and you feel uncomfortable just uh go find somewhere else to to be i mean because there is people out there that's doing mm-hmm. investigate. They're, they're bringing a negative approach and they're not protecting yourself in any kind of way And that could be real harmful for not just them, but their family as well. So, you know, and there's a thing with the pair of unity with, you know, that there's something to do with that too. People that's going and and just uh, making things up and taunting spirits and using Ouija boards to to where they get activity around them. They're opening up things that they shouldn't be messing with. And and that's really bad. And I do want to say that, Mm. People should lay off of that because then uh, people get hurt from something like that.
1: Right. Of course. Yeah. Don't open. Don't touch anything. You shouldn't. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you guys are all good with it, I'll just close out. Well, thank you all for joining us. Again, this is Hello Ghosty. And with Out of the Ordinary Paranormal, if you have any questions, feel free to contact them or us and we can get them answered. And thank you again for joining. Bye. If you like our theme song, it was created by the talented, The Real Rorschach. If you have stories to email us, you can email at helloghostypodcast at gmail.com or post to our Reddit page, paranormal underscore HG podcast. Also make sure to follow for updates on Instagram and TikTok under hello ghosty Podcast. Goodbye.